0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Success Harbor podcast with George Mazaros where it's all about making success happen for you. Hi everyone. This is George Misarosh with Success Harbor and I have Nelly Akalp with me. Nellie is a mom of 4. She is a serial entrepreneur. She once founded My Corporation but now she is the CEO of Corpnet.com. Thank you for being here and welcome.
1: Thanks George for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Uh before we get into uh, Corpnet.com uh, which uh, is a company that you you uh, started uh, among the other companies. I just want to talk about a little bit about the history of your entrepreneurial history and wanted to bring up My Corporation. Uh, it's a business that you started back in 1997 and by 2005 the business had a gross revenue of 1 million sales per month and you ended up selling that business to Intuit and I just wanted to just get an idea for our audience. How did it feel to sell that business?
1: Uh, It was really a great opportunity and a blessing that we weren't really expecting. Um, We actually, when we started MyCorporation.com back in 1997, uh, Phil, my husband and business partner and I, really didn't have an exit uh, plan or an exit strategy in place. So when we were confronted and approached by Intuit, it was really under the guise of a partnership opportunity which, which soon turned into one of an acquisition type of a conversation, and once we were approached with that offer, it you know it was really hard to resist, and the timing was perfect, and we decided to accept the offer and uh, take it, and uh, it's been the best decision to date, and we're very happy with the outcome. Uh, my corporation today is privately held; they're no longer owned by Intuit. Um, it's uh, headed by CEO Deborah Sweeney, who happened to work for me while I owned mycorporation.com. We wish them well. We wish them great success. And we're healthy competitors in the industry today as we speak.
0: According to a press release that was released by Intuit, uh, there was a sale price of $20 million in cash for mycorporation.com. And I just wanted to get, you know, I mean, this is most entrepreneurs' dream is to be able to build a business and to sell it for a substantial sum. How did it change your life and, and how did it feel to, to be able to, to have such success in business?
1: So George, um, you know the money itself didn't really change my husband and I as an as individuals. Um, you know, money is tool is a tool as to what you can do with it, and obviously, uh, you can do a lot with a lot of uh, some of cash. Um, as far as the business goes and the success that we felt as entrepreneurs. Um, being able to, you know, build something out of nothing, create something out of nothing, and then um, creating something bigger than yourself, and then being approached by a publicly traded company and getting acquired for that sum of cash, of course, is validation that you know you have entrepreneurship in you and you're able to create it, and it's validation that you know, it's the best reward that you can get as an entrepreneur, that you've created it, you've built it. And now the reward is that you've been acquired by a publicly traded company. But from a personal standpoint, uh, for my husband and I, it just allowed us to do more with more resources and create a really great life for ourselves and our family. And we were able to, you know, build our family and, you know, allowed to have more children. And now we're parents of four. So as individuals, it didn't really change us. You know, um, we're not the type of people that are really moved by materialism, but it did give us the um, opportunity to create a comfortable life for ourselves and our children and to be able to take that money and after a few years after our non-compete run out and to create something new, which we did, which is now corpnet.com for us.
0: Yeah, and actually, I was gonna. That was my my next question. Is I I have I have read that after you sold to Intuit, there was a three year non compete, and as soon as that expired, you got back into the incorporation business. Um, you know, how why is that? Why why back into the same business? Um, Have you tried anything else? Uh, Can you can you explain that a little bit?
1: Sure. So um, there is there was absolutely a non compete in place when we decided to accept the acquisition offer and that uh, non-compete was in place for a matter of three years. Once that non-compete ran out in 2009, I decided to get back into the same industry because really I realized this is really where my passion lies and I love small business and I love Making people's small business dreams into reality for them and watching them blaze their own trail. Um, In answer to your previous question, I did try um, other types of uh, businesses and I dabbled in a few. I, as a matter of fact, opened up a line of clothing and uh, decided to dabble a little bit in the clothing industry. But really, it wasn't as interesting to me as the idea of starting businesses uh, for people. And uh, I often found myself, while I was under the non-compete, in sitting at friends' shops and helping them build their business, although I couldn't really you know, open up my own shop during the non-compete. So once the non-compete ended... I looked into the industry. I saw that really nobody was offering what I wanted to offer, and I came back in 2009, and I decided to start CorpNet.
0: I think other entrepreneurs struggle with that when they start something that they think they will like, uh, but then they realize that you know this is not something that they're passionate about. How long do you think... Um, we should pursue something like that, an idea like that. And what, what tells you that, you know, this is not, not the not the way for me?
1: So for me the the turning point was when I had my clothing business, I often found myself not really paying attention to that business and focusing on helping others build their business. And that's really what was the deciding factor for me, that I'm in the wrong industry. What I really need to be doing is really consulting and assisting people with starting businesses as I used to do. And for that reason, I, you know, put an end to my clothing business. And once my non-compete ran out, I decided to start CorpNet.com. And really, you know, the other things that you want to ask yourself is, you know, how much do you love what you're doing? Are you passionate about it? Do you believe in it? And for me, although the clothing line was a fun, um, you know, uh, business idea to dabble in, it wasn't really what I was passionate about. I wasn't really excited about it. I felt like I was really in it just to make the money. And really, that that that's not that, that's not the best way to start a business. If you're really in it to just make money, it's not really what you're passionate about, you know. And um, for me, that's really what was the turning point. You know, I, I really found myself always being inspired and excited when I saw somebody starting a business. And I often found myself in lengthy conversations with those people. And hence the reason why I really knew where my passion lies.
0: Okay. I'd like to ask you about starting CorpNet.com. Online business changed so much since uh, you started uh, my corporation uh, back in 97 uh, compared to starting corp- CorpNet.com. So, what did you do to be able to compete? Again, yet again, in the same crowded space. But I mean, by 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 the time you started Corpnet, it was such a different environment. So, give us an idea of what was your strategy. How did things change from from your first business to the to the second? Since the environment has changed so much.
1: Absolutely. So when we started MyCorporation.com in 1997, it was really started at the birth of the internet. The internet itself, it was such it was at such an infancy stage um, whereby you know competition was not as fierce into getting in the market. And so we put up a one page website. We really didn't have to really do much to gain traction or traffic. If you had a great name and a great domain name and you had a website up, you know, you would be listed and ranked highly and you would start getting orders. I mean, people were knocking at our door even without credit cards. They would leave credit card numbers on our answering machine. So, you know, we really didn't have much of a problem with gaining traffic and converting those traffic into sales and dollars. And, um, you know, the business really ramped up on its own and allowed us the opportunities to, you know, move and scale up quickly. And once, That money was coming in it would give us the additional tools and resources we needed to make a more lucrative website and more functional website with additional functionality hence the reason why we were able to scale and build up that business so quickly where it was doing nearly a million dollars in gross sales and revenue come 2005 when we were approached by Intuit Uh, fast forward to now with my current company CorpNet.com We founded CorpNet during the height of the recession in 2009, and we were entering a market now that was truly, truly at its maturity where it was fully commoditized, and now we're dealing with thousands of competitors in the same industry offering self-help legal document filing services, not to mention... I'm coming back in an industry where now I'm dealing with my old business, who's now a competitor, including several other reputable companies. So what I needed to do in my strategy was to come out being disruptive and come out and check the market and really get a feel for how can I create a niche for myself that's going to be different. And when CorpNet was born, it was at the infant stages of social media. And this social media movement so when we came out and launched CorpNet we came out into the market with a very very heavy social media angle when we launched the business and hence why we were able to again disrupt the market and create a niche for ourselves and grow rapidly in the last uh, four and a half years and knock on wood we're back again on top, competing with top leaders, amongst them are legal Zoom, and uh, we're very lucky and blessed because, you know, we created a niche for ourselves that was working, and we came out, um, you know, with a very, very heavy social media angle as part of our launch.
0: So talk about social media because there is so much talk of it, and, you know, some do awesome like you did uh, with with Corpnet, and some are really struggling with it, so what do you do in social media that is not so much noise but it 's real value for people and and something that people will make make to want to engage with your social channels
1: so I think you know with social media, the reason why some people are not successful at it is because frankly, I think that number one, they're not really utilizing social media the way social media needs to be utilized, which is really engaging and taking a sincere interest in building up an engagement and a conversation with people that's not self-promotional or with an agenda of selling or pushing your product or services at them. And that's what really social media is about, and that's why we've been able to be you know, um, successful at social media. Social media is not something that's going to get you immediate sales. Social media is a tool that needs to be used to engage with people in the area that your business niche is and in order to engage with people and really, really softly acting as a resource and a help to those people. You can't just be like, "Hey, uh, I'm an incorporation filing service. Incorporate your business online for forty nine dollars." You know, that's not what social media is. It's a method of engaging with people and letting them know that you are out there and you're a you know expert in your uh, specific market that you're you know selling your services. For me, for example, I'm a strong voice out there as a small business expert who also happens to be the CEO of CorpNet. So when I'm engaging in social media, it's not about, hey, come and start a business with CorpNet. It's really giving out tips, small business tips, lifestyle tips, balancing tips as to me as a small business expert and how I run my life as a small business owner.
0: So your your businesses have uh, helped to incorporate over 100,000 businesses it's a, it's a huge number can you give us some common mistakes people make as they incorporate
1: Sure. So on the top of that list, in my opinion, there's really five common mistakes that you see small business owners make when they, uh, you know, want to start a business or embark on the journey of entrepreneurship. On the top of that list is, you know, when you come up with that business idea, the first thing entrepreneurs want to do is make sure they come up with that real cool name for their business. And oftentimes what we see happening is not making sure that name is available before they start using that name in commerce or as their business name and printing up business cards, you know, or letterhead. So you definitely want to make sure that the name is available before, you know, you start using that name for your business. Quick way to do this is to do a quick online search with a reputable company such as my company CorpNet.com we offer free business name searches online and uh, a research expert can quickly do an online name search for you free of charge to make sure that name is available so that you're not ending up on the wrong end of a trademark dispute down the line.
0: Okay now briefly I don't know if you can do this uh, quickly but this comes up so many times you know Is it an LLC? Is it a C-Corp? Is it an S-Corp? What is the rule of thumb for somebody that starts a small business? Which way should they go and why?
1: So, George, as you know, CorpNet.com is strictly a self-help legal document filing service. We cannot provide you with legal, tax, or financial advice. Generally speaking, however, for a small business owner with less than 10 employees – The LLC or the S corporation is great for a small business owner Um, with the S corporation uh, there are requirements that have to be met um, before somebody can elect to be an S corporation however if you meet those requirements the S corporation is great for a small business owner who can qualify and who doesn't mind the corporate formalities that go with a corporation on the other hand The LLC is great for a small business owner. Any small business owner can qualify to become an LLC, which also stands for the limited liability company. There are no requirements that need to be met in order to become an LLC. Anyone can form an LLC. And it's great for a small business owner who wants that liability protection, but also uh, really wants minimal formalities and doesn't want all those headaches of all the paperwork and the corporate formalities that go with a normal corporation that you have to abide by. So rule of thumb for small business owners is the limited liability company or the S corporation. We have a great tool on our site, which is called the Business Structure Wizard. Um, literally, you come to the website at corbnet.com. It's on the It's on the homepage. And you can click on it, answer a few questions, and the wizard will uh, provide you with an answer of what the best business structure is for your particular small business.
0: Can Can you talk about the size of your team at Corpnet? And, and the reason I I, I brought it up is because I think a lot of people think that everything is just software, but but in the back in the back end there is there's a lot of people working, right? I mean there is. It's not just you press a button and it's all software driven incorporation.
1: So, uh, in our company, we do try to automate as much as we can because we are a service business. And my husband and my goal, you know, in the small business industry, in the self-help legal document filing service, is to. Continue to innovate and come up with applications that really streamline the process and make the small business owner's life much much less complicated when it comes to starting, running, and protecting their business. But with any service-based industry, of course, you're going to have to have support staff. And with our company, uh, we are we are a smaller-sized company. We have approximately 15 people in-house that work for us that consist of our sales and support staff. And then in addition to that, we have our executive team members that help me in really um, leading the company and really bringing my ideas as far as strategy and innovations into life for CorpNet as we grow the business.
0: So what advice do you have for other entrepreneurs that want to differentiate themselves? You've done it once when the competition was not even close to what it is, and you're doing it again in a very highly competitive uh, field, and yet you're able to succeed. What advice do you have for others that, uh, I mean, there's so much competition online in any area. So what do you think people should focus on?
1: I think, you know, if, you, if you're already in a business and you're trying to figure out how you really define yourself and how you separate yourself from your competition, my suggestion to you is to really start with your current client base and engage with your clients. Your clients are really, that, that's your pot of gold. And if you have a business with a client base, with a strong client base, you definitely want to start there, engage with them, listen to them, and see how you can really, really improve your products and service offerings. And for those entrepreneurs who haven't started a business yet and are in the process of wanting to start a business, my suggestion to you, it it always starts with you and making sure that you're passionate about your business idea and what you're trying to bring to life. And really, if you believe in it, and if it's going to make a significant change in the environment, because if you're not passionate about what you're trying to start, and if you don't believe in what you're about to start, then nobody else is going to purchase your products and services. And ultimately, you're probably not going to be successful at it. So really, really, it it, it really starts with you and whether you're passionate about whatever it is that you're trying to start and innovate out there
0: let's I mean you you had a lot of success in business but I'm sure there have been some challenges so let's talk about those challenges of building a business how do you deal with the the roller coaster ride or the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur has it become easier or is it still very difficult w- what's your advice on dealing with the ups and downs
1: So for me, you know, I would be lying if I told you as an entrepreneur there's no roller coaster rides, you know, in my business. And specifically, as as competitive as my industry is, I mean, I deal with it on a daily basis. And really, you have to have the stomach to be an entrepreneur, and you have to have the stomach to be able to be in a competitive industry such as my industry. And the way I deal with it is. Basically I take it every day at a time, you know, I take it one day at a time and frankly I'm very reactive, you know, and I I I I try to, you know, react and be able to be flexible with wherever the market is taking me, you know, because as a, you know, you have to have the stomach for change and you have to be able to adapt to change quickly because specifically with a competitive industry such as our industry it's it's you have to be able to look at everything on a granular level and take the emotions out of the process otherwise you're just going to drown
0: what is uh what is the greatest high you had owning uh, corpnet
1: the greatest high that i've had to date owning corpnet is the fact that, you know, we started a company before we were able to be acquired, and we started CorpNet at a very, very, very tough economic time. And in a matter of four and a half years, we're at the top again. And really, it, it's it's the raves and the testimonials that we get uh, from our clientele and how they truly name, you know, People on my team that they've worked with on a daily basis and how much they really enjoy working with CorpNet, and they're so happy that they went with us um, versus going with our competitors. So, for me, that's definite validation that I'm in the right business and I'm doing the right thing.
0: If uh, somebody came to you that had a job but saw your success in business and said, you know, uh, I'd like to become a successful entrepreneur, what would be the first thing that you would teach that person?
1: So I would say, how are you defining success? That that would be the question that I would ask them is how do you define success? Because I think – because truly I believe success is something you achieve based on how much you put into whatever it is that you – Or would like to see success from so that's the question I would ask them is how do you define success because that's really where I'm able to gauge that person to see if they're really uh, up to the work and up to uh, you know the obstacles and up to the task of being an entrepreneur up to the battle
0: Uh, what do you think is the biggest time waster for entrepreneurs, especially early on in the business?
1: I think, well, it really depends on the type of business that you're in. But I think as an entrepreneur, you definitely want to hone in on the tasks that you're really good at doing and delegate the ones that you're really not good at doing and give them to others that are great at doing those tasks.
0: Okay. And uh, do you have any last words of wisdom to share about either starting a business or taking a business to the next level?
1: Uh, Not, I think we've covered everything, George. I just want to let you know that if anybody has any interest in wanting to start a business or have an existing business and they'd like CorpNet to assist them with keeping their existing business in compliance, You can always reach out to us at info at corpnet.com, and we'll make sure that your business is established legally and professionally. And for those of you who maintain an existing business, we'll make sure that your business remains in full compliance. And you can always reach out to us at info at corpnet.com or visit the website at www.corpnet.com.
0: Well, Nellie, thank you very much, and make sure you check out corpnet.com. Again, thank you and wish you much success again with with your business.
1: Thanks, George, for having me on your podcast.
0: Thank you.